Thank you for joining me. It is time for some tea. And I'm your host, Makita. Thank you so much for sharing your time and energy with me today. So today I have my tea of the day. We'll start it off with that. And it is Mediterranean blue. Tuscany summer in a cup is what the taste is like. If you are interested in trying this tea, please go to www.beautifullyunbalanced.com. Okay, so let's talk today about health. And I know we hear it so much and sometimes it goes a little crazy because it's kind of hard to understand. All right, so health is eating right and exercising. True, health does consider all of those components, but health is self-care. And when we are actually caring for ourselves, then we are putting health first. So what does all of that mean? And how in the world do we get there? Because eating right can be a challenge. Exercise is like, when do I have time? And I will tell you that for me, it has been, it's been hard. It's been a struggle. So... My goal is to drink 64 ounces of water and I have this huge hydro jug that I tote around with me at work every day and I'm trying to chug this stuff down and go to the bathroom a thousand times and I will tell you it some days are more challenging than others. Um, I have been pretty successful in getting the water down. But there has been days when uh, me and the hydro jug are just not friends. (laughs) If you're in the struggle with the bathroom and getting the water, you, you understand the struggle here. But when it comes to exercise, it is a hit or miss. I have a pure love hate relationship when it comes to working out. I absolutely love how it feels after I exercise, but I do not like getting up extra early to get in that workout. It's like I get up in the morning and I realize I have a thousand things on my to-do list and I start doing that and then I run out of time. Or I go to bed late and then I can't get up and then I'm tired and it's like, oh my gosh, I can do this later. Or maybe I can take a walk on my lunch break. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I totally convinced myself that I can find time to do little bits of exercise and it's totally okay for me to skip and it'll be okay. And at the end of the day, what happens is I have not exercised. I did not go for the walk during my lunch break because things got crazy busy. And 
now I'm exhausted and I definitely do not want to exercise <laughs> when I get home. So I know for me, it's all or nothing. Either I'm doing it now or I'm not doing it at all when it comes to workouts. So I started getting, uh, adding my workouts on my planner and I stopped trying to dedicate every day of the week to exercise. And I started slow with, I took back because let me tell you, I'm the girl who wanted to work out four days a week and at least one day on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I'm an overachiever. And the reality is I only ended up working out either Saturday or Sunday and twice on the weekday. <laughs> That's it. That's all I could I could do because I just wasn't really putting my health and physical activity first. So I was like, you know, I do love myself enough to do what I need to do to stay active and keep this body running and working like it should for as long as I can. And if that's truly how I feel about my body, about myself, then I must show it. So I sat down and I had a really nice talk with myself and I journaled out my feelings. I really believe in journaling. Um, it does help. It really does make a difference to put those thoughts out there and really see where you're at. So once I was able to put those thoughts down on paper, I was able to understand why I had this huge need to overachieve and really do more than what I could. And then this huge guilt about not living up to the expectations that I had set for myself. So I had to make a real commitment to myself and my health by saying, okay, you want to be active, but there's certain acts, you know, certain parts of exercise I don't like. I think cardio is great, but I don't like cardio. So that was one of the issues when getting up in the morning. I had to be like, oh, it's that hard cardio today where I'm really going to be. I don't want to do that. And then I'll start like making up things to do <laughs> because I really didn't want to do it. And then making these promises, well, I can do this in its place or I can do that, which never happens. So I was like, well, I need to find an exercise that I truly love, something that I'm really going to do, something that's going to get me moving that works with me. So I started doing yoga, which is something that I had actually done before. And at the time in my life, when I first started doing yoga, I was um, in my 20s. And I really was into cardio then, and I really loved cardio, and I was really, like, really pushing myself, so I felt like yoga was okay and relaxing, but it slowed me down, and I wasn't ready for the slow part and the and the ease into it part. 
But now that I'm a little bit older, I understand the ease part. <laughs> and I want to take it a little bit slower. So I said, okay, how about I do a total of three days um, workouts and make two of those days yoga and then find a really good instructor that I really love and admire that, that motivates me and that I can really work out with and stick to. So I now only do three days of, of exercise a week and two of those are cardio and that, that works for me and, and it's different for everyone what you decide to do um, when it comes to physical activity will really be based on your needs, your ability, your health. But I really want you to really think about making that commitment about what exercise means for you, how you feel after you work out, and really the importance of, of, of exercising itself. All right, and let's move on to the next component here. The nutrition, the health, the food, all the things that everyone is constantly telling you. This is good. This is bad. Don't eat bread. <laughs> Don't do this, but you should eat this. But oh no, too much of this. And you're going to gain 100 pounds if you eat too many bananas because fruit's good. But this food, fruit has this in it. And before you know it, you will be not eating anything because everything's going to be bad. And that's how it sounds sometimes. But the truth is, all of our bodies are different. And what works for you may not work for me and vice versa. The things we do know is too much sugar, too much of bad fats can have some negative impacts on our health. So we really need to, when it comes to self-care and how we treat our body matters to what we put into our bodies. If you feel what I'm saying. So we're exercising, we're moving, we're drinking our water, but now we have to fuel our body. And we do that by providing it with foods that have nutrients. And we all know as good as cakes and, and candies and Skittles and I love Toll House cookies, <laughs> as delicious as they may be, they don't have any nutritional value. And our bodies are like well-oiled machines. We take in certain nutrients and antioxidants, our vitamin E's, B's, C's, and K's, and our proteins, and our body automatically says, well, this goes here, you go here, and you go here because this is where you need it. And it sends all the nutrients to their places. So if our body needs some iron and we're not 
eating our leafy green vegetables, then it's going to start lacking that and looking for it elsewhere. So we really have to listen to what our body says and try to fuel it the best way that we can. And sometimes we all know eating healthy can be rather expensive. Well, let's just say it. Eating healthy is expensive, not rather. It's expensive to eat a healthy. However, there are ways that we can still eat healthy on a budget. We may not be able to buy all the exotic fruits, but we are able to eat better when it comes to certain things. Like um, for me, when I first started um, buying fruit for my home, I made it a promise that my, my kids would always have the option of a fresh fruit, no matter what. And it was like, wow, you know, I would have to buy certain things like, so, you know, like a couple of days a week. And it's like, wow, these strawberries are adding up. These blueberries are adding up in cost. So I was like, oh, but I can buy bananas all day. Oh, and a bag of apples and bananas together will last me, you know, almost a week. Um, depending on how hungry my, my girls would get. But it was affordable. So I kept apples, I kept bananas. And then every now and again, I would throw in some strawberries and some grapes. And I would make a little bowl with them and put them in little containers so the kids could go in there and like grab a little container. And it was easier um, versus them going in there and just plucking a couple out, eating them. And it's like, who ate all the strawberries? (laughs) So putting in them in little containers and be like, hey, this is yours, or, you know, there's some fresh fruit in there, you know, especially during the wintertime, you know, just having, you know, adding a little bit of options. If you, you know, for me, if I do go get something like a fruit cup, I always try to get the ones with water, um, not with syrup in them. And uh, so, you know, those are just some little, little tidbits, tips. You know, if you're trying to get fruit and, you know, we all want the good stuff, but, you know, sometimes, you know, our budget and our pockets, our bank accounts don't, <laughs> don't, you know, really allow us to, to get all that splurge in fruit. And then you may not really care for fruit like that. Like I've met some people who don't really have a fruit that they would like to eat like that. And that's okay. Like I said, we're all different. You have to find what works best for you. And that's what Time for Tea really is all about. Time for Tea is about exploring and talking about some of our health concerns and issues in real life. Like, some people, like, it's hard sometimes getting in 64 ounces of water. That's hard. 
For some people, it's like, oh, I can do that in just for breakfast. <laughs> like, no, I can. Sometimes I forget I haven't finished a bottle of water. You know, these are things that I'm always mindful of. Finish the water. And when it comes to exercise, okay, I have to make sure that I'm, I'm getting the movement, that I'm, I'm actually working this body out, really getting in there, you know, making these commitments to myself and being mindful of them. And comes to nutrition, like, okay, affordability, budgets, uh, money don't grow on trees, you know, we're all budgeting our finances and we're trying to stay healthy in a, in a, in a time where money's tight. So we want to eat healthy, but we want to have money for other stuff too. Yeah, but we want to be alive to enjoy them. So we got to take care of ourselves, right? So that's where we're at. And I hope that some of this knowledge, some of the experiences that I have are very relatable to you that you can be like, oh my God, that that is so true. You know, just really have that OMG moment because sometimes I think we forget and we looking in at other people and like, how the hell did, are they able to like do this all the time? Like it's easy. Well, (laughs) anyone who's making it look like it's easy, trust me, follow them home. It ain't easy. Nothing is 100% easy, no matter what it looks like. You can package it up pretty, put a bow on it. As soon as you start unwrapping some of the pretty wrapping and pulling it all back, underneath it is a brown, ugly box. So the takeaway from that is Don't compare your journey or what you're doing or what you're trying or aiming to do for yourself with anyone else. Your journey is just that. Your journey, what you're trying to do for yourself is exactly what it is, what you're doing for yourself. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing worse than as soon as you even mention to someone or say, you're trying, you know, yeah, I'm just kind of working on my health, you know, trying to get healthier. And everybody wants to tell you what they, you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And you just want to look at them and be like, shut up. I didn't ask you. (laughs) I'm really just speaking in conversation. I do not want your advice. I appreciate it, but Nobody wants anyone telling them what the what to do or how to do it. You can't walk in my shoes. You don't know what my everyday situation is. You're not in my pocket to see what my 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 money looking like, so you can't tell me what to do. You know, in life sometimes we got to find our own way. You can give me tips and ideas. But no one wants anyone putting their two cent, five cent, or two cent into how they're trying to take care of themselves. So definitely uh, know how that goes. 
And some people really do mean well. It's just sometimes too much, too much. Well, in parting, I really hope that you make a commitment to yourself regardless of what that goal is to yourself. And it doesn't have to be nutrition related at all. Self-care comes in so many different forms. Um, It ranges to our spiritual self and connection. And sometimes we're working on building that. And then it's our mental. Where are we? How are we coping? How are we processing? And those are some of the aspects that I will be tackling and sharing my journey, my story, and how all of these things have impacted my life, my story. And I truly hope that it inspires you, that it moves you, that you find strength and courage and empowerment from these episodes and these stories because you matter, your health matters, and your goals matter. I will see you next time for a little bit more tea. But in the meantime, please continue to stay healthy, stay happy, and spiritually connected.